Well, hi, this is Dr. Kirk Triplett with Pastors Positive Mental Health Institute, just coming to you with the next episode of Pastors Positive Mental Health. And one of the things that we want to look at is uh, the next component of um, positive mental health, which is pro-social attitudes. So last week was personal satisfaction. This week, we're going to look at pro-social attitudes. So you might hear something like pro-social attitude and wonder, well, what does that mean? And I think that that is something that is important for us to define um, and, and understand what that means. I also want to encourage you, if you find this beneficial or that you find someone that you might uh, think that they need to understand positive mental health, especially those that are in pastoral ministry. I mean, even these principles, though, can can hold true. Uh, please share this podcast with them. Also, feel free to have them reach out to me. So, pro-social attitude, um, it, it, it is defined as accepting differing social characteristics of others, an act of deep predisposition to society, and helping and, and helping attitude that supports others. Another way that we look at pro-social attitude is that which is an attitude of how one accepts and supports others from different social backgrounds. And so this is a challenge, especially in the Christian world, and I think especially with pastors, because um, we are supposed to, (laughs) pastors supposed to treat everyone equally. Uh, But the reality is um, that we see uh, that there is a tension between what we have as an interpretation of Christian character and reality. I mean, the reality is uh, we all are come from different backgrounds. We all have different different educational backgrounds. We all have different financial backgrounds and those things all influence um, how we see one another and how we are portrayed. And so uh, what we need to understand is there's this tension between uh, reality and what we believe we're supposed to be towards other people. And so we need to recognize that there just is this tension between the two pastors, do their best to ignore that tension or to set that tension aside. But the reality is we make judgments based on how people are dressed. We pay uh, about how they act, um, about their maturity level. And again, uh, treating them as Christ loves the church is the goal of the pastor. But what I thought I would do today is just take a little bit of time and look at what some of the pastors see as uh, uh, those things that benefit them and make them have a pro-social attitude, their disposition towards people who are different than them. Um, And when we did the study, we found that one of the things, the two, well, the three themes that came out of that was uh, pro-social attitude uh, birthed friendship, also genuine care, and gratitude. So these are the themes that that, that pastors brought out of it. So what I wanted to do today is just kind of go through how friendship was seen, how genuine care was seen, and how gratitude was seen. And we can kind of look at what some of these actions of church members did that would help these pastors. And maybe we can learn from that. As a pastor, I look for these ways and these things that people do and, and, and realize that that makes me desire to be friends with them and to actually 
think that I could be friends with other people. Additionally, I see that, that people actually do care for me because of what they do, and that helps me want to engage in relationship with them in greater ways. Then also, just that I am thanked, and the gratitude that they share makes me desire to have relationship with them. And so the attitude that I have towards socialism, and, or not socialism, oh, we don't want to say that, <laughs> about socializing, that's a better uh, term, with them. So let's just look at some of these things that, that pastors said had made them want to be friends because of pro-social attitude. Um, one pastor talked about that sometimes people will send a note from a bunch of people inviting them to lunch. And uh, so he'll send and invite them to lunch and they actually show up to lunch. And so because they're breaking bread together and they're surrounding around a meal, there's a there's an opportunity to engage in friendship that wouldn't happen on a normal Sunday. Um, and so again, uh, a lot of times pastors really desire that people would be their friends. And yet sometimes people place pastors in a different category. I mean, after all, the pastor is more spiritual than them, right? I mean, that's what they think. It's not true. Um, there, I had a football coach that said, the other team's just like you. They put their pants on one leg at a time. And if you ever try to do two legs at a time, well, you will probably not find success. Um, but the reality is that we are all sinners saved by grace. And we have different vocations that God has called us to. And though we are pastors, it doesn't mean that we're different as far as how we feel about friendships, how we desire the connection with other people, and how we want to be treated. Um, and so again, when when people are experiencing these pro-social attitudes, that these, these opportunities to share with one another, um, then that really encourages the pastor to want to engage in friendship with more people. Uh, a lot of pastors say, I want everyone to like me. I want everyone, to, I want to be friends with everyone. And we find that most pastors truly like to be friends with others. And so remember now the pastors that, that I interviewed were, were Lutheran pastors. And so sometimes we talk about things things that that maybe um, you know other pastors might feel uncomfortable with as far as liberties but I want to, to understand that 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 it's really not about the liberty that we don't want to get caught up in that we want to get caught up in the, the principle of friendship so like one pastor said you know when guys just come over and they bring a bottle of scotch and they just want to sit and visit and they have their glasses out and they visit with them that encourages him to have more social um, interaction with others and just watching people connect um, and when they at every part of a house when they have a housewarming party people show up to it uh, one pastor does a, a yearly uh, Christmas open house and when people show up and watching people interact and seeing uh, people within your congregation from dish, different socioeconomic uh, places interacting with one another that's why fellowship is so important to have and I know the last couple of years fellowship has been challenging and so uh, we, uh, when people just in call and invite a pastor to dinner and or maybe after worship service they're saying hey do you have plans for lunch let me take you to lunch and when people ask you because they know your interest do you want to go golfing do you want to go fishing whatever your habits are do you do you want to go do something together that we both share in common and that makes the pastor desire to interact with others in a greater way uh, when people come alongside and they want to help you with something I mean I think uh, uh, again 
when we see that that people are actually treating the pastor like a person and like a person that they want to be a friend with the pastor then has more ability now we're going to talk about the last component we're going to talk about interpersonal relationship skills and a lot of these things you'll find there's a lot of crossover in a lot of these examples but but again uh, pastors want to be friends and so again when people I had one pastor who had a family who he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't part is a big family um, and they weren't from the same uh, ethnic background and they invited him to to a fourth of July party at at the park and and the the mom just brought him in and introduced him to this large family and then said to him afterwards well you're gonna be at this birthday party uh, in August and then and then she came up to him and said uh, Christmas Eve party you're going to be at our house and so um, they just made him feel like he was part of the family and even though they were from a completely different background than him um, he then goes wow you know there's a lot more in common that I have with people um, because of the humanity of people and so they didn't just see him as a pastor they saw him as someone they could shoot the breeze with go fishing with hang out with joke around with and do other activities and and one of them said that they you know they even felt like they were more of a brother um, you know, and that's that's encouraging. I mean, it's important for us as as pastors to know that people treat us just like another person. We're not we're not always pontificating or giving Bible answers, and we don't reference Scripture every time we we come out uh, a sentence comes out of our mouth. Now, do we spend more time studying Scripture? Well, I hope so. Uh, do we spend more time uh, in spiritual disciplines? Well, I should hope so. But I have many people in my church that I would tell you I attained. I wish I could have their prayer life. I wish I could spend more time in God's Word as they do. Uh, another thing that that really Really makes up a pastor field pro-social uh, attitude is they ask how they are doing. Uh, we had one pastor who said there was a couple who who uh, needed help with rent, and so he helped them. and And then they called them again, and they said we need to move, and so he helped them move. And the next thing you know, they showed up in church and they helped him get on their feet. And after about six, seven months, he goes, "I realized that these people were now my friends. They weren't just somebody that I." was helping. Um, obviously, too, uh, pastors feel more encouraged to have a pro-social attitude um, when uh, when people are not negative as much, when they are taking the best construction on what the pastor is saying. They're not thinking evil of the pastor. And so we have this idea just hanging out, being friends. Uh, one pastor has these people that, that they he has a Every Friday night, they hang out for a drink and they become friends. They've gone out to dinner. They go camping together. They watch each other's animals when they're on each other's vacation. Again, they've been invited into the home and they laugh together. Uh, They can be real together. And that's another thing, too, is they can have fun together. Listen, pastors want to have fun. Uh, most Most of us, I hope, have a pretty fun sense of humor, or we should. If we don't, then maybe we're in the wrong line of work. But you need to have have a good sense of humor. And again, one of the other things that we see is so is they want to be friends. But then another thing that helps a pastor want to reach out to people is when you show genuine care. So there was a pastor who was uh, talking just in, in conversation about, this was during the pandemic, about how he was having a hard time finding vitamin C and he was trying to take all the things that the uh, 
that, that were recommended by the, the CDC and doctors and whatnot, and he couldn't find it. Well, he came in the next day on a Monday afternoon into the office, and there was two large bottles of vitamin C on the desk, and so he felt like he was genuinely cared for. How about when something bad happens in a pastor's life, and they come alongside and they grieve with you? Again, there's an empathy piece, treating them like they're a person. And so pastors need to look for these moments when people do that. And we need to, as, as parishioners, as church members, realize they are just uh, another person in the body of Christ. Though they have been given a, a position in the body of Christ that is different than others, they are still a person and they desire to do that faithfully. I think another aspect too that we see is that that pastors' wives are treated well, and they want to just they want to they want to help them and they want to love the pastor's wife. It's tough being a pastor's wife. Uh, pastors carry a lot of burdens of the church, and it affects their marriages and how they do it. No matter how much we try to to leave it at home, um, it doesn't. When I had a, a a young person uh, commit suicide in in um, our church. Uh, I had a lot of people uh, check on me to see how I was doing, and that really made me uh, connected to me them to me in a greater way. Um, another way of one pastor described uh, knowing about that they were feeling uh, genuinely cared for um, is when they they were moving to the place and the uh, the town and the place that they moved didn't have a way you know a lot of snow for the dogs to get outside without them you know, taking them outside. And so the guy built a ramp outside the garage door window so that, so that the dogs could go out. And then they built a fence so that the pastor didn't have to be out there with them. And, and again, they were an elderly pastor and that really blessed them. And they became friends with this couple that did that. And so we see all these moments that they come in and when people tell them that they love them, that they remember their birthday and their anniversaries and, and they really truly act like a friend to the pastor and give them genuine genuine care that they really are concerned about how they're feeling. Um, one pastor, uh, elders came to him and said, man, you need to make sure you take time for your family and take time for yourself. We we don't want you to work too hard because we care about you. And they, that pastor really felt that, that he was cared for. Um, and so really just understanding uh, that, that there are moments uh, that happened. One pastor was late at night and they were having their third child and, and it was in the middle of the night and he called up one of the parishioners and they were there within five minutes to watch the other kids so they could go to the hospital again. They felt cared for and they shared that moment. Again, I wanted, I don't want to uh, overemphasize this, but shared moments often are, are places where relationships are formed, these shared moments, these shared events. And so those often and it happen outside the normal Sunday morning church gathering or the midweek Bible study. Although midweek Bible study in smaller groups, I would encourage you to, to in, invest in those, but also can have opportunity for deeper friendships. It's outside of the context of a normal Sunday service. So again, pro-social attitude, they want they find friendship with people and then also they feel that there's genuine care and then there's just the fact of gratitude. And I'm talking real 
gratitude. It's not something where, hey, thanks, pastor, for what you do. I mean, if a pastor stands out the door uh, after service, um, as people are leaving, they're going to say, thank you, thank you, good message, thank you, maybe, right, all the time. But when someone says, you know, I really appreciate you as a person, I really thank you that I know that I'm cared for, I really thank you for what you said, Um, I really want to show you our gratitude, I'm going to remember your birthday, is there anything you need, hey, can I take you out to lunch, can I take you golfing, or can I pay for you to go golfing if I don't golf, or something like that, I'm a golfer if you didn't figure that out. Um, Also, just, um, just simply saying, you know, thanks for being a pastor, thanks for what you do, Um, I have one gal who tells me, I don't know how you do it. Uh, and and it's like you know and that's really building building up or people who who come to you with questions and you and you give them uh, the answer or you encourage them in their walk and they thank you for it or they say man I really appreciate how you've walked alongside me how you've always spoken the truth of, into my life and how you've loved me where I'm at and just because someone is a really poor social status uh, it doesn't mean that they can't be valued and so sometimes there are people that you deal with on a regular basis that are that, that, that seem to be um, let's call it more takers than givers I mean and I hate to just classify people like that but Sometimes there's seasons in lives where people feel like they're they're not giving that much because they just can't. Um, and I'm just talking about time, talents, and treasures just of themselves and their attitudes. But when you help them and then they truly show gratitude and they really are, are appreciative and they are thankful. And so, uh, you know, I think even after there's conflict, which we'll get into in a couple more episodes, um, really say, Lord, uh, to, to the pastor, I support you. You're my friend. I care about you. We're going to get through this together uh, because I really appreciate you. And and so I just want to encourage you. Um, as a pastor, look for those ways that people um, have built friendships. Don't be afraid to build friendships with others. Uh, look for ways that you have common uh, commonality so you can be a friend with them. Also, um, when when someone shows you genuine care, take the time to pause and, and think, man, I was shown genuine care. I mean, a simple thing for me is the quilting ladies here, um, don't forget my birthday, ever. And uh, and they always give me a card on my birthday. Somehow they made it arrive in the mail on my birthday a couple years ago. I don't know how they did it, uh, but this this year it was on a Tuesday, so they handed it to me. And just that genuine care is just fun. And and, and then also uh, just to know they really do care about me. Hey, don't, I had one gal tell me, I hope you're not we're not working you too hard because we see you here all the time. And so you know just knowing that they're 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 recognizing that. And then also uh, the fact that that people are. Are truly thankful and it's not just a, a, a trite or a, 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 an expected response it's I really truly thank the pastor so I think it's important for church members to, to really show gratitude to their pastor um, it's tough everybody wants a different thing from the pastor and so uh, but you can get you can look for ways uh, for the pastor to truly be blessed and pastors you can look for ways that people are blessing you hey again if you find this beneficial please share this with others if you know of a pastor um, or some church leadership that that maybe could benefit from the work at Pastors Positive Mental Health, um, please uh, feel free to reach out to me. And uh, you can just do uh, the doctor or dr triplet pmh at gmail.com. You can go to the Facebook page and you can contact me through there. So anyway, let's continue to work together to help churches flourish.